Coming up on today's show, we're going to outline the worst retirement savings killers, how to make a big difference with small changes in your retirement, and some solutions to help you avoiding some of those costly mistakes. That and much more. Stay tuned. And now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into the Allon Exchange with Brittany and Jay Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm consumer advocate Chris Veritas, and I am joined in studio today, as I am each and every week, by Jay Hagee and Brittany Hagee. They are the owners of Allon Planning. They also lead the financial advisory team at Allon, and I get to spend an hour with them each week talking financial matters. So, Brittany, Jay. How are you guys doing this week? Hey, 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 Chrissy. We are well. Doing great. We're doing great. We're trying to stay cool. It's a pretty hot out there the last few weeks, so we're uh, we're doing good. How are you doing? I'm I'm happy to see you guys as always, and also happy because you're talking about some costly mistakes. Sure. A, cu- a couple of minutes ago, and I was looking back at some of the upcoming subscriptions that were coming out of my account Mm -hmm. after you guys Mm -hmm. helped me check you know told me hey you know check some of those reoccurring subscriptions Mm -hmm. and i caught a big one so um good yeah so i just thought i would kind of like lead off with that and say thank you guys for it's i'm trying to stay vigilant not do the head in the sand thing yeah that's great because uh right now we're living in uh air that has a lot of heightened volatility and sky high inflation, as you know, and uh, it's kind of challenging, you know, to keep everything in order and keep your uh, uh, priorities aligned whenever we're dealing with so much economically. Um, and really, when it comes to planning for your retirement and to make sure that you're making these small little adjustments that really add up to large uh, yeah. uh, differences over right. time. Right. So so that's one of them. Uh, that the one of them that you just uh, mentioned there uh, is is we wanted to talk to people about we need to analyze what we're paying for every month, even monthly subscriptions that we may forget about, or they may have changed. I know that certain of our our subscriptions have went up recently, you know, due to inflation or just because they can, right? So so and there's actually a term for this that I want to identify here. So if you've ever signed up for a free trial, and then neglected to cancel it, you are not alone. So there is a term for this phenomenon and it's called gray charges. So these are charges that recur monthly that you may forget you even signed up for. So exactly what you were just talking about, Chrissy, just, just bringing those to the forefront, looking through what has been charged to a debit card or what, what checks you're writing Mm -hmm. or however it is you're paying these direct through your bank account, whatever, making sure that there there's not duplicate services or services that you're not using and you just kind of disregarded because as we've already talked about with you, you are aware, man, these, these charges add up. So again, it's a small change that can really make a big impact on maybe a monthly budget Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, freeing up additional funds to throw into an investment account or or something like that. So that's the first of five we're going to identify. So so just like, you know, gray charges, it's like, it's exactly, Mm -hmm. 
that's exactly the little ones in the middle that make a difference. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, just like, you know, and then a good analogy is dieting and exercising. You have to make small adjustments along the way. You can't lose 50 pounds in a day. Right. And so some of these things we're going to talk about feel like small adjustments, but I'm telling you, they add up to large differences over time. And one of those is making sure that these little fees that we're getting charged and these little subscriptions that we have that the gray charges, Brittany just said that we don't even realize we have sometimes and we forgot about the subscription that's just on the shelf and it keeps coming off of our card every month, but we forget about it. We need to make sure we're paying closer attention to those. So that way we're saving more money these days. Definitely. And I'm, I'm excited to hear the other, the other four, because I I want to save even more. I mean, I've already saved that $600 from just looking Jeez. at the subscriptions that I've yeah, seen. So, so one that goes along with that, that's, you know, while I'm thinking about it and it's on the top of my mind, is is you can take some of these subscriptions that you're actually paying for. Say you want to keep some of those. Instead of making monthly payments, a lot of times these companies allow you to make annual payments. So that way you can uh, look at some of these services like streaming services Mm -hmm. or shopping subscriptions or insurance payments or whatever they may be that you're setting up right now in smaller little monthly increments that come out over time. They will actually give you a discount to pay a year ahead. So if you pay a whole annual subscription, that's going to save you money. So uh, instead of the, uh, you know, just getting rid of the ones you don't need, which is very important, Mm -hmm. the ones you're going to keep, see if they offer an annual subscription so you can save money paying it annually. Yeah, and we're talking about these are average everyday ideas just right. that any of us can make these little adjustments. Our kids are super into space. We we spent a couple months a year and a half ago digging into and studying space and pictures. And we talked about how think about how uh, rockets when they take off spaceships when they take off and if if the the captain or the commander of the flight can make the slightest adjustment a quarter of a percent right. in trajectory yeah and it makes a drastic change impact on where they land up Correct. all because of that minor adjustment so again these are small things we recognize that but it does make a big difference so those are two uh, another one is when we talk about insurance so insurance is just a part of all of our lives we have premiums that that may increase each year. Things like, uh, you know, auto insurance, maybe your home or mortgage mm-hmm. insurance, PMI for for you, those of you that health insurance, yeah, is a big health one. insurance, um, you know, for RVs, boats, those types of things. Life any, insurance, any type, of, yeah, any type of insurance that's mm-hmm. not a level premium or consistent premium, they do tend to creep up. So, uh, you know, that's something where you could talk to maybe your agent and potentially ask for a re-rate to see if there's any potential discounts for long-term customers or even shop around, you know, for lower insurance uh, rates, particularly with things like auto insurance, uh, you know, that may be running some, uh, some specials or some promotions or something. It's, it's something to take a look at, uh, to be able to have more dollars to put towards your retirement fund. So that's the third. Uh, the fourth is talking, it kind of is linked with the the annual payments that Jay talked about earlier, but this has to do specifically with your mortgage. So, so many people are used to paying their mortgage once a month, mm-hmm. sending that payment, uh, you know, 12 times a year. 
So there are also some benefits that come from actually paying your mortgage bi-weekly. So that is typically an option with any mortgage payment, because if you make bi-weekly payments, you're going to end up making an extra mortgage payment each year, which of course gets you closer to paying off your home sooner. And we are all about encouraging people to get out right. of debt, right. help, help give you, you practical strategies to gain financial freedom, totally get out of debt. And again, this is a little change. We recognize that, but it makes a difference because you're going to end up paying less money in interest and you're going to be able to pay your home off sooner. So that's and, something you yeah, can take. And a there's look not, at. you know, with these little, uh, there, there, there's plenty that we could walk through. Right. We've just tried to highlight a few of these. Try it may not, couple. it may not be applicable for everyone out there, but most people out there, these are some things that uh, you're dealing with every day and some things that could really help you. Um, and one of those, I, I want to highlight this, this last one here is auto increasing your retirement savings. Okay. So a lot of you guys, whether you have a 401k, whether you contribute to an IRA, whether it's a Roth account, whatever it may be, a SEP, a 457 plan, a 403b, you have auto withdrawals typically set up um, so that you're contributing to those accounts on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly basis, whatever that may be. Just making the slightest little adjustments of those, like Brittany talked about, like uh, the space analogy. If you if you go a quarter of a degree to the left, you're going to end up way in a different yeah. position when you land, right? So, so what I would say to folks is some of those subscription fees that you're cutting out, maybe it's $25 a month or maybe it's $50 a month or whatever it may be, throw that into your retirement savings. You know, add that onto your 401k, 403b, IRA payments every Every year your Roth payments and it's it's really painless because you're already paying that for subscriptions yeah. that you're you not notice, using you don't notice it'd be missing or gone absolutely mm -hmm. so without even feeling much of a difference if any difference at all you can raise your retirement savings significantly over time by small little incremental changes and and that's what typically we, we all want to see we live in a microwave society we want to see change rapid we want to see it fast we want to see it happen yesterday right but sometimes these things take time to grow and so we have to change little habits along the way to become who we want to be in the future and more successful with our finances. And that's what the financial advisory team at Allen Planning Partners is all about doing. It's specializing in helping in all areas of financial planning and helping to make it not as overwhelming or not as as scary, which it is to some people. Mm -hmm. We had a caller last week who said that they just didn't like to open and, and read some, some of the things because it was it was just a little too oh, much. their statements. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Taking a look at their statements. That's right. And so, I mean, maybe that's you who's listening today. Maybe now's a good time to go ahead and open those phone lines and uh, begin to offer some complimentary consultations, some some analysis and some review of your current scenario, current situation. Let's go ahead and open it up for the next 10 callers who want to speak with us regarding their specific situation. What we want to what we want to do is we want to give creative solutions for or where you find yourself and preparing for retirement, maybe saving for some specific goals like, uh, you know, kids college funds or something like that, whatever it is that you are working towards, we want to help you get there. So we're going to take a look at a, a few things. We're going to look at the current risk you're taking in your current investments. What does that look like? Is that appropriate for mm -hmm. your age and your stage of life? Uh, what kind of
kind of fees are you currently paying? Right. Uh, so to make sure that your dollars aren't getting eaten up by fees. What about taxes? Where can we minimize your taxes? We want to take a look at that. Uh, we want to look at inflation and how that has impacted you specifically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how it could potentially impact you as we move forward. And also talk about things uh, like income planning. Maybe you haven't thought about, hey, when I get to retirement, how, how do I create an income plan? I don't, I'm not familiar with how to do that, or I don't know how to do that. We've got some solutions for those things, and we can certainly help guide you through that process. Yeah, and we don't want you to be fearful of taking a look under the hood, right? We don't want you to be fearful of taking that uh, look of where am I now, and, and here's where I want to be. That's why we want to help craft a, a individualized plan, like Brittany was saying, that is going to make small incremental Uh, changes over time to get you exactly to where you want to be. And that's the goal planning that we look at here at Allen Planning. And I I know that uh, many that are listening today uh, are are feeling like that's you. And I want you to call in and give us us a chance to be able to put that plan together for you today. 1-800-971-4549. 1-800-971-4549. Forty-nine. You could also go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. Click on the contact us, schedule an appointment directly from the website. So Brittany, what is coming up next? Well, learning what not to do might be one of the best ways to illustrate the true value of a life lesson. I mean, it is 2022, so even life lessons come with a price tag. But we're going to talk about how not to become a victim of one of the costliest mistakes in retirement planning. All about that when we return. And welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Brittany and Jay Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined by Jay and Brittany Hagee. Together, they own Allon Planning Partners, and they lead the financial advisory team. The website is allonplanning.com, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com, and it showcases all of the areas that they specialize in, and it's all financial planning needs. It's kind of a a one-stop shop. There's really no age range that you need to, to fit in to come in and speak with Brittany and Jay and the Allen planning team. And that's one of the things that's so unique. You guys really love to form relationships with folks from all phases and all stages of, of their, of the retirement planning, or if it's uh, social security maximization or tax efficient uh, investments. And I, that's, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. We love the variety. We love working with younger folks just getting started and such, so, so much of our platform is education. We want to be a resource and offer education on some of these topics that can seem really overwhelming and maybe pretty complex, uh, but simplifying those to, you know, again, those just getting started or maybe those who ha- maybe are professionals in their particular field that may not be in the area of finance. So mm-hmm. um, we, we, rec- we recognize that and see that quite often, Mm -hmm. you know, professionals who are wonderful within their field, they just haven't 
maybe been educated or understand some of these financial concepts. That's, and right. that's where we come in. We want to offer some, again, as we talk about all the time, some creative solutions for some everyday financial, mm-hmm. uh, you know, problems or and questions. And let's make sure that we're not making those costly mistakes. Right? right. And that's what we want to talk about here is we want to talk about some mistakes that y- we can help you prevent from making. We don't we don't want you to make these these specific mistakes. And you know, now many Americans are looking at accessing and taking retirement funds, drawing down on those retirement accounts pretty early. Um, TD Ameritrade recently did a survey that showed that 44% of Americans ages 40 to 79 have taken money out of a retirement plan. Mm-hmm. And now this one was surprising. While 46% of people from 40 to 49 have done that, have taken dollars out of their retirement plan, which means they are paying a penalty because if you are under 59 and a half and you're withdrawing funds from your retirement accounts, you are required by the government, by the IRS to take, to pay a 10% penalty. So on top of the taxes, correct? yeah, on top of the taxes they're charging you. So yeah, it's the, really the number one costliest mistake that folks are making. And um, one one quote I wanted to share was from Winston Churchill. It says, "Those who fail to learn from history are condemned to repeat it." So we want to make sure that we're learning from others' mistakes, mm-hmm. right? When you're learning from your own mistakes, that's experience, painful. right? <laughs> it's painful Jeez. experience. It's ex- it, you're it experiencing you the pain. But if you can learn from someone else's mistakes, it's called a wisdom. <laughs> you look at someone else mistakes and you can see I do not want to go down that pit right I do not want to end up there well one of the most costly mistakes in Brittany was reading some of these statistics and and we almost need to repeat them is is that when people draw from their retirement funds too early it can collapse uh, a lot of things with their planning um, and so folks are accessing those at alarming rates um, sooner, sooner, yeah, than sooner than they should. Mm-hmm. And we understand that there are many factors that contribute to that. And, and withdrawing money from from different accounts like that, you may not think that you need uh, until later, but you may end up meeting now. I mean, we're going through markets that are very volatile and mm-hmm. inflation is crazy. And there's uh, potential, if not uh, already in a recession right now. Um, we, we've got some practical thoughts, though, about how to how just navigate through the turbulence uh, and coming out the other side without maybe tapping into those uh, retirement funds. But that would be the number one costliest mistake that I see people making. If you start with uh, your investment accounts, when you need something from your savings, right? When you need something for savings, you take a loan from your 401k, uh, or you dip into your IRA. That's that's one of the worst mistakes that I see folks making too early. Because like Brittany said, it becomes costly, not only in a tax stance, but it comes costly when it comes to compounding interest, it, it becomes costly mm-hmm. when it comes to penalizing you 10% if you're under that 59 and a half mark. So you know, we want to make sure that folks aren't making that mistake unless there is some kind of dire emergency that they have to do that. Right? Well, and fear is, man, it's like this whirlwind in our society right now. It is overwhelming with with the economic activity that's occurring with the state we mm-hmm. find ourselves in, all that's occurring with our markets and inflation, as we talk about here on the Allen Exchange every week. 
But what that does too often, that causes people to make this knee jerk reaction. Oh, I got to make this change. Or, oh, I got to, I got to, you, you know, take these funds to do this or, or move this and do that. And there may be situations that you really do need some dollars for to, for some unexpected expense or something, but there is also value in strategizing how to take those funds out. That's correct. And that's what we see so many mistakes surrounding there. So because folks um, will just reach for those funds and take them out before right. they realize all the penalties and Taxes. the mistakes that they're making yeah. and for their future it. self. You cannot yeah, undo it, right? You're stuck. It's 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 oh. terrible. And and so we want to make sure that folks, if you if you're in a place where you need other funds right now, let's not let's not start with the 401k mm-hmm. or the IRA. Let's make that the last resort. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's where we see the mistakes coming in. Yeah. And a second one is failing to to maximize benefits mm-hmm. through Social Security. I have to ask so, you about this. My my mom just asked me this the other day. Okay. She said, uh, I don't know. I think maybe we're gonna like just do the social security. My dad and her are 62. I'm just telling her ages. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I said, wait, don't let me talk to Jay and Brittany because yeah. I know it's so important to be smart. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to make sure that you're maximizing your opportunity. So especially if you you are married and have a spouse, there are many options that you can take. Uh, a lot of folks didn't even know that you can take uh, either 50% of your spouse's social security income or 100% of your own, whichever is more. Um, and I have had clients over and over again come in and they're not taking the 50% of their spouses and they are filing on their own record and they're getting way less in social security. And by 50% of your spouses, he means 50% of their social security right. benefit amount, That's not right. their not the income they earned while they were That's working. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. So it, benefits begin at age 62. You can file at age 62, but... And for most people, full retirement age is 66 or 67. Mm -hmm. But that is not when you receive your maximum benefit. From 66 or 67 all the way to age 70, so those three or four years, each year you can earn an additional right around 8% each year. If you can wait that long, correct. Yeah, for those who can hold off, they can increase their Social Security benefit by 8% every year from Mm -hmm. 66 or 67 to the age of 70. So the age of 70 is when you really max out on what you can receive from Social Security. Now, as Jay mentioned, some people can't wait that long. And so we've got to strategize and plan, okay, how long can we wait? And let's begin taking it then. Um, One one pitfall that I see a lot of folks coming in and saying is like, oh, well, you know, Social Security maximization may not be for me because I have a lot of assets, you know, outside. It's probably going to maximize it for those who don't have as much. Right. Well, that's the really the exact opposite. If you're listening today and you have an IRA, a 401k, a 403b, a 457, a SEP, this is actually for you. You yeah, can strategize right. and you have more ability to maneuver uh, in, in maximizing your Social Security if you actually do have those assets. That's true. So those are the folks that we want to be helping, right? The folks that actually have assets that we can make sure are you maximizing the use of these assets to maximize your social security? Mm -hmm. So don't fall in the trap to say, you know, well, that's not for me. It is actually for you. We're speaking to you today. Right. That's, that's really interesting because I think there's maybe this mindset of, 
it, it could go away at any time. So might as well take the benefits when. Like, yeah. Some people are, are just eager to begin receiving them. And it's very individualized. So like for your parents, Chrissy, I'm sure they have different types of accounts as well. And they're married. Their strategies, you know, they could have tons of strategies that we could sit down and help them with. For me to tell you, you know, over there right now, oh, yeah, they should go ahead and file <laughs> or no, they should wait till 70 is a mistake. Right. We really want to look at some of their individualized situation. I'd be glad to help them with that. But like that. That's what we do. We create individualized maximiz- uh, social security maximization plans. Oh, yeah. You'll so be that hearing way from you Denise. Know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell them hey, to give Denise, us a call. Give us a call. We'll talk you through it. We'll give you some Absolutely. strategies. So once you get those, that social security in place, uh, you know, as you're getting to that stage of life, you know, 66, 67, 70, 72, something else to be thinking about are these RMDs. So another mistake is that people can often withdraw from those 401ks and IRAs before RMDs kick in. So basically withdrawing funds too early from those retirement Mm -hmm. accounts. So obviously, I mean, many of us know you can begin withdrawing money from your 401ks or IRAs when you turn 59 and a half. So without penalty, you can access those funds. But just because you can withdraw those funds doesn't mean you should. Well, because you're still growing your money tax deferred as long as you can, right? And with a Roth, you're growing your money tax free. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But like, we want to make sure that it still has the chance to grow with compounded interest tax deferred as long as possible. That's that's the whole point. Um, And so so we want to make sure that we're not unnecessarily giving you a, a huge tax bill, number one, and number two, that it still has potential and, and time to grow. And I want to I want to throw in here one of the or not one of, but the largest penalty in the IRS code has to do with RMDs. Oh, yeah. So RMD rules mandate that you have to take a percentage of your investment account every year out from 72 and beyond. If you fail to take that withdrawal every year, you are subject to a 50% tax penalty on the amount that you failed to withdraw. So, I mean, we're, that is a huge tax penalty we're talking. We've had people come to us from, you know, working with other advisors or other situations, and we've seen that happen <laughs> where they, where they weren't yeah. pro- properly planning. So today in this segment, we talked a lot about what are the costly mistakes you can avoid. We want to put together a plan, not only that helps you avoid those mistakes, but that actually gets you to your financial goals more efficiently and effectively. So if you call today, we would love to take the time and opportunity to uh, set with you or you and your spouse and go through your plan, your goals, and make sure that we can achieve those for you. 1-800-971-4549. 1-800-971-4549. And take advantage of that complimentary consultation. Sit down with Jay and Brittany Hagee and the team. Tell us what's coming up next, Jay. So coming up next, we are actually going to dive a little bit deeper into in a few other retirement savings killers. And we're going to kind of show you how to rectify some of these uh, all too common mistakes. Exchange with Brittany and Jay Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and here with me in the studio is the team behind Allon Planning, Jay and Brittany Hagee. They own Allon Planning Partners. They also lead the financial advisory team at Allon, and they're a dynamic duo. You can reach them and you can check out all of 
the events that are coming up on their website. They do workshops in the community. You can go to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. You can also set up an appointment to sit down with Jay, Brittany, and the whole financial planning team at Allon. You can also call 800-971-4549. And we're talking we're talking retirement killers right yeah, here. Yeah, we are. And really, we just kind of want to continue this conversation around some common mistakes that, that happen when, when we talk about financial planning or retirement planning, things like that. So mm-hmm. the way that Jay and I together really attack all of life and, is, you know, of course, business with finances and how we advise our, our clients and things like that, we acknowledge the problems, acknowledge the struggles, not not stick our head in the sand, not deny them, acknowledge them for what they are. Right. But we're going to offer some solutions. We're going to offer a way forward. We're going to look ahead to to how to move through that. Okay, and so let's let's outline maybe a, a couple of sure. potential problems or issues or mistakes, and let, let's talk through some solutions for some of those. Well, so, specifically with planning for retirement, uh, it can be very challenging, obviously. And, and, you know, even if you start early and have help from, from good folks giving you advice and earn a really good living, it can still be hard and challenging to hit some of those retirement goals. And so some of the things we're going to talk about today uh, are some uh, mistakes that have uh, some solutions that we can actually uh, get you into a better uh, position than you're currently in. So if you find yourself and you're listening to these and you're like, oh, I've done that, man, I messed up. We want to make sure that you know it's okay. okay. You know, we can help you rectify Mm -hmm. and and bring a solution to these problems. That's why we're here. That's why we do what we do and we love it. So please, if you find yourself in one of these situations, don't feel bad at all. Just give us a call and we would love to help you through it. So so one of the first ones that I want to walk through, and, and when people come in and sit down, a lot of times they do not have an income plan. And when I say have an income plan, I mean, have it in writing, understand um, that, you know, if your number one fear is what we mostly talk about with retirees is running out of money, the fear of running out of money. If that's your fear, you want to make sure that you have an income plan in writing that's going to anchor you and bring you peace and understand that you're going to have enough money to survive on, right? Um, but many people, for whatever reason, because like Brittany said, most of us want to stick our head in the sand and yeah. not look at reality yeah. sometimes, mm-hmm. are scared to do it. No, it's They're so scared true. to take a look, right? And so we want to help you and say, listen, we're not holding up a mirror to say how bad you are. We do this to ourselves. <laughs> we hold up a mirror to say, how can we improve to well, make sure that we're going to hit it? We're yep. going to make sure we mm-hmm. we don't have to live in fear and, and live in doubt of, of hitting those retirement goals, but because we want to make sure that when you're no longer working, that you don't have to worry about uh, not receiving a paycheck. We have an income plan in writing, a written income plan that is going to be an anchor and a compass for you so that you can uh, make sure that you don't have to worry and have the fear of running out of money. Well, it's kind of like the GPS we talked last week. If you if you have a true tra- trajectory, you know where you're going and you right. know how to get there. The GPS tells you how to get there. So that, that's what this written plan actually does. So that's it. That, that's one of them. So make sure that you have a written income plan. And mm-hmm. if you don't, no shame. You may be 60 five years old and I'm retiring this year and I've never had an income plan. So I don't really know. I just know I have a bucket of funds set aside Mm -hmm. for retirement. I don't know if it's going to last me five years or 50 years, right? Mm -hmm. You have no idea. It's okay. But if you sit down with us, we're going to make sure that you realize exactly what steps you need to take to make sure that your money 
does not uh, fade away quicker than your life expectancy. Yeah. And that's what's so unique about you guys and Allon Planning is that there's no shame. There's no judgment. It's just addressing the issue and and, that's right. and making sure that you help identify that pathways because you guys are very creative and you're very passionate about what you do. And that is not always the case in, in this Well, because field. our heart is to educate, right? <laughs> our heart is not to, we don't sell anything. We educate folks on where they're at and we give a service. We don't sell a product, we sell a service. And mm-hmm. that service is helping you understand that you can hit your goals, that you can be and live in financial security, but but it has to be through intentional steps that you right. take to do that. True planning. Uh, yeah, true planning, true financial planning. So that's what we want to help folks with. So here's, I want to continue forward because we won't make it through these if, if yeah. we don't. Uh, what I want to continue through is the second one, I see this all the time because I review people's uh, portfolios all the time when they come into the office. And a lot of times they've met with this other or this other firm and and they've been given these projections and these numbers or their 401k plan uh whether it's through vanguard or fidelity or td ameritrade or whatever it's through uh they give them these numbers oh man you're on this uh, trajectory that you're going to hit 10 million dollars by the time if you keep going on uh, because a lot of times they use these pie in the sky i call them numbers um that really aren't realistic. Um, if you're looking at, uh, as far as return goes to make sure uh, that that they have enough money when they retire, you don't want to be going off an assumption of my account's going to grow 10 to 15% a year, right? From now until retirement. So if you're 40 years old and you use a pie in the sky investment return assumption of 12% a year in this economy from now until the time I'm 60, right? For the next 15 years, I'm going to get 15% a year or whatever it may be. That is probably not reality, right? We And, and so the solution is we want to be a little bit more conservative and making consumptions because we know about where we are in the market right now. Nobody has a crystal ball and says, oh yeah, we're going to know that we're going to go up or we'll know that we're going to crash from here or whatnot, but at least be conservative because you want to make sure that you take away that unpleasant feeling 10 years from now when you really haven't gained 15% a year, but you've gained 8% a year, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and and make sure that you're being realistic when it comes to, to these assumptions. And this second one is, is specifically for the individual that may be listening and says, hey, I do have a financial plan. I do have something written in place. Or an advisor place. telling us this. Right. Right. Or, or uh, yeah, an advisor telling us, here's the returns you're going to make. What are those specific investment return assumptions? Identifying those. And if they are a little pie in the sky, bringing that back down kind of to reality and being a bit more conservative. Another solution is keeping some cash on hand as well. Mm-hmm. So we, we talk a lot about an emergency fund. We're big proponents of that. you got to have some cash on hand for those unexpecteds when, right. when you don't meet those investment goals maybe year over year for for returns and all of that keep cash on hand for that so so that's that's the first two let's jump into the third to keep rolling here relying on outdated methods and philosophies now this is something that we see well my grandfather did it this way and his grandfather did it that way and it's just all in the family they are and there there is some value to a lot of those principles i'm not going to devalue this a a lot of those for sure we we live that way with our families but i do want to 
to say that a, a lot of philosophies can become outdated or have to be adjusted because of market conditions or That's the right. cycles within our economy. We've got an audio clip here from Dan Geltrude. Uh, we're going to talk a bit about, I don't know if some of you have heard about this 4% rule as far as how to withdraw funds from retirement accounts. Let's take a listen to what he has to say. Look, when you talk about the 4% rule, that kind of rule of thumb, what it basically says is, is that you, you use up 4% of what you've saved for retirement. So let's just say you have a million dollars put away. So 4% of that is $40,000. And then each year thereafter, you would increase that by the increase in the inflation rate. But what's happening now is, is that you have inflation jumping. So there are variables that don't necessarily make that 4% rule applicable all the time. It's somewhat of a theory it's a good guideline but it doesn't always work that's it it's a good yeah. guideline but it is one of those that we have to kind of ebb and flow along with what is our economic cycle doing at the time and right now inflation's through the roof we have to account for that we would be foolish to not take inflation into account when looking at planning and right. and withdrawing from these funds uh, for retirement or working towards a retirement uh, budget or, or total so that's that's something to think about you know uh, being willing to adjust the way you have always thought about money. Be mm -hmm. willing to adjust the way you've always thought about investments. That's right. Be open to, hmm, I never thought of it that way, you know, and, and be willing to morph and change when, when needed through the process. Yeah. Or we're in an economic cycle that if I would have retired when, you know, before 08 or after 08, right, it would have looked differently to how I could utilize my retirement funds. Um, so just the same way we're in today, we have to make sure that we're staying on top of is 4% right for your scenario. It's not just a golden rule that says you should follow it. There's many other golden rules like that and outdated, I would say methods or philosophies that could work, but maybe need to be changed a little bit in order to work for your situation. So make sure that we're not just going by any philosophy that you hear or any method that you hear, but we're getting customized plans to make sure that you have what you need. And and talking through that That's right. with, with experts that can explain to you, this is how this would work with today's inflation. That's right. Free. So another mistake we see people deal with all too frequently is giving away too much money too soon to their children, um, you know, unreservedly spending on their, uh, their grown kids. So now, I'm not saying we shouldn't give to our children. Obviously, as parents, we love our kids. We we want them to have everything. But there are appropriate boundaries that should be in place for these types of conversations. And I just want to recommend a resource right here. There's a book by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. It's just called Boundaries. And it's about setting boundaries within your life. When to say yes, how to say no, when it's appropriate to say no, so that healthy boundaries are in place for healthy relationships, and, and all of that. This isn't about being stingy and withholding because one of our core values at the uh, here at Allon Planning Partners and personally within Jay and I, it, it has to do uh, with generosity and surrounds generosity. That is a that is a core value that we live out and we believe in. That's something that we we talk about a lot with our clients and even here on the Allen Exchange, you'll hear us talk about that. Generosity. So this isn't about not giving or not, uh, you know, helping or, or, or offering things to, to family, uh, you know, especially our adult children. But we have seen too many scenarios where 
families have given so much to their children that they don't have what they need to even live or maybe help pay for their health care. But what they've given to their kids, they're living this, you know, very excessive, luxurious lifestyle as their as their kids. But the parents are not having some of these very, you know, basics, basics that they need for for their lives, again, specifically with regard to maybe their health care, things like that. So maybe you're maybe you're in that place, maybe you're having a difficult time navigating conversations about, you know, your children and, and maybe some needs or or some wants, maybe it's just wants that your kids have that you want to meet those for them. Um, I just would recommend you take a look at that reevaluate where you are and ensure you're not overspending within that area of your life and make sure healthy boundaries are in place there. That is a great point. I imagine that could really drain a retirement account that's meant for your retirement income. Yeah. And we've seen families actually do that, uh, you know, to where they don't even have what the, what they need to, to basics, you know, to live on. And so we want to, we want to help people avoid those mistakes. We're all about, uh, you know, giving to our children, giving to our family. Obviously that is a, we talk about that so much, that generosity piece, but we do have to also consider these healthy boundaries within those relationships. And it also probably teaches a good lesson, just like the, the lemonade stand entrepreneur that you're raising. That's right. right. That's right. Fine. Yeah. Giving the gift to your kids of this financial independence, helping them to, to learn some of these lessons that none of us want our kids to have to go through those hard things and learn those hard lessons. But man, it really is a part of life and how it really does develop their character. And, and it really can be a gift. If we embrace that, it can be a gift giving our kids that option for, for financial independence. That's mm-hmm. right. And I, and, and I'm going to skip right on ahead to the end because this is one I do not want to leave out. Uh, and it's blindly believing that uh, when everything is, is okay and you're hearing people say everything's fine, it's not as bad as it seems, it's all going to work out, don't worry about it, we're not really in a recession, we're kind of headed that way or it's not going to be bad. And it, it's, it's not okay to just stick your head in the sand, but you have to have a game plan. You can't, you know, go into a game of a football team wouldn't come out on Saturday or Sunday to play if they didn't have a game plan in order, right? The so Titans you should, would not do that. No, that's right. Like the Titans aren't going to do it. The Volunteers aren't coming out to play on Saturday if if they don't have a game plan for the team they're playing. How much more important is your retirement to you than in making sure that you have security and the funds that you need for retirement? How important is that? So you want to make sure that you have a plan. If you don't have a plan, it's okay. Like I said, no matter if you're you're uh, 20 years old and just starting or whether you're 70 and, and just retired or in retirement right now, it's okay if you don't have a plan. What you want to do is make sure that we put one together. And that's exactly what we focus on in our firm. And you can call now and you can schedule a time to sit down with Brittany Hagee, Jay Hagee, the team at Allon Planning Partners and have a consultation at no cost and no obligation whatsoever. You can even bring the plan that you might have now and get a second opinion make sure that Mm -hmm. everything's up to date that everything's addressed within your plan call 800-971-4549 800-971-4549 you can also go online to allon planning a-l-l-o-n planning.com coming up next We've got Q&A. Our favorite segment of the week. It's <laughs> a, every week. We love it. We'll be right back yeah, I... with more Alan Exchange on the other side of this break.
Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Brittany and Jay Hagee. I'm Chrissy Paredes, your consumer advocate, and we have reached the time in the show where Brittany and Jay answer questions that you, the listeners, have called in and asked, and I am going to just jump right in so we can get to as many as possible. Excellent. So we are going to start with Wade in Athens. Wade's question. He said, uh, longtime listener to the show, first time caller. In 2021, I rolled over a 403B plan from a previous job into an IRA and then made a Roth conversion of the full amount under 10000 Obviously, that conversion makes the full amount income. Is there a particular IRS form that I need to file for this? Thanks. Appreciate all you do. Yeah, thanks for your question, Wade. Glad you've been listening for a while and uh, thanks for calling in. So with regard to the IRS form, so for that type of reporting, you need IRS form 8606. Um, But we definitely recommend you talk specifically with the CPA when filing that to ensure you've covered all of your bases, Mm -hmm. uh, because that's the individual who will help you when reporting all of that and actually filing the right documentation. So that's something we want to recommend you take a look at. And hopefully the custodian that you did the Roth conversion with will send you uh, the proper forms, but whoever the custodian is that you utilize for that Roth conversion, you should get either a 1099 or, mm-hmm. or the form that you need to file with your taxes, but your tax preparer would be able to help you with that. But it is form 8606 as Brittany uh, mentioned there. And you guys also have a CPA that is in the office too, in case you wanted to come in and chat, just swing by and say, Hey to the CPA. For sure. That's part of our one-stop shop, you know, uh, approach to financial planning, all of your financial planning needs kind of under one roof. When you talk about, uh, you know, Medicare planning. We've got a Medicare specialist. We've got a CPA, uh, and a, a state, state law, law attorney. attorney. You know, all of these different components uh, definitely represented here within our office. And if you'd like to, or if you can relate to Wade's situation, make sure that you call 800-971-4549 or go to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com and set up a time to sit down with Brittany and Jay Hagee. Next, we are going to Danny. Danny's question. Hi, my wife and I are in our 30s with a combined income of about 140000 We both currently max out our respective employers 401k plans. Which type of IRA contribution should we prioritize or should we max out both? Well, first off, uh, Danny, that's great that you guys are planning uh, that far in advance and being in your 30s and and um, you're currently maxing out your employer's plans. That's, yeah, that's great, great because you're probably getting uh, mm-hmm. an extra percentage from your employer as a well match, for their right? match. So so that's that's a great good job on that. From as far as an IRA contribution, I would suggest that we first would, would look at um, at a Roth. Uh, and then in an IRA um, secondary. So uh, let's take a look at that, though, because there are many uh, situations uh, that that could uh, cause you not to be able to contribute to that uh, Roth or the IRA directly. But we help many folks who are in that situation uh, and be able to, co- to convert or to be able to contribute to those IRAs. And we are going to get uh, Patrick's question Next, uh, am I better off paying down my mortgage with a lump sum or contributing the same amount, $6,500, 
okay. to my Roth IRA? Yeah, so uh, this one uh, can be a little tricky. Uh, it really depends, uh, Patrick, how old you are, number one, uh, and how much more time you have to contribute to those Roth IRAs, but a lot of times, and what your mortgage rate is. So what your interest rate is, is going to make a difference. Um, a lot of times, uh, if you've either refinanced or you've bought recently in the, in the last couple years, you've probably got a really low interest rate. We always tell people, I'm never going to shy away from it. We want you to be out of debt. We want you to pay that down. But when it's just $6,500, you may, you may be better off putting that into your Roth account where it can have a compounding interest over time that is going to allow you to gain way more than the two to 3% that you're paying on your mortgage, if that's what you're paying. So we would want to look at that uh, in depth before I give you an answer in full. But at the same time, uh, if you're paying a really low interest rate in your mortgage, I would suggest that you put it in the Roth because you are going to be earning compounded interest tax free, mm -hmm. which is huge. So not only are you getting those gains on the Roth over time, but it's going to be tax free, tax -free. gains, which is okay. going to be way more than two to 3%. Uh, it, the potential of that is way more than two to 3%. And Patrick, Danny, Wade, thank you so much for your questions. And if you can relate to any of these questions or if you have your own questions and you would like to sit down with the Allon Planning Financial Advisory Team, make sure you take, well, you could take a pen or you could take your phone or whatever. Make sure you call 800-971-4549. That's 1-800-971-4549 and schedule a time to come in and sit down with Jay and Brittany and walk through everything. Get all of your questions out there. Make sure that this, all this news that we talked about, all the inflation and the market volatility, anything that you hear the talking heads talking about so often on TV, all of your concerns are addressed and that you're prepared for anything, uh, and you could also go online to Allon, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com. And you could schedule an appointment from there as well. And I'm going to throw it to you guys for your final thoughts. I guess I, the only thing I would add to that is that I know some people may, we talked a little bit about this last week, but some people think, well, man, I don't even know what to ask. I don't even know where to begin. That may be you. You may think, man, I don't know where to begin, but I know I need some help. I know I need to partner with someone to right. kind of help, help me navigate and create this compass to guide me through this investment journey towards retirement. So even if you don't know what specific questions to ask, that's okay. There's no shame in that. There's no, there's don't, don't let fear control you or prevent you from you know, picking up the phone and calling or from going online and scheduling your, even if it's just a phone call, a conversation, just to kind of begin the conversation as to how we can better resource you, how we can, we can help, you know, use this compass to guide you through your retirement journey.
Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, and SEC-registered investment advisor. Allon Planning Partners is not affiliated with Foundations Investment Advisors. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity offering or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.